TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Jared Payton. I hear my name again, and I'm like, who's calling me? So I look back at the people working, and it's not them. It's this guy that's sitting down right by the door, and he goes, Jared, man. Man, I love you on the score, man. I was like, I'm going to be on at 9 o'clock. Tune in. The Son of Sweetness. One man, one career, one team for 200. Walter Payton. 13 seasons for these. Deanna. Who are the Chicago Bears? The Bears, yes. Sports anchor for WGN. Former running back great. Payton again. Already two touchdowns. There it is. There's the touchdown. The Jared Payton Show today. Jared Payton with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Now joining us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline is Jared Payton. Download the Circus Sports app today, and you notice we changed the theme song. Yeah, because he's a dancing man. Because Jared dances like Michael Jackson. On demand, apparently. Yes, incredible. It was a very impressive very display. Very good stuff, Jared. Congratulations. Well done, hey, JP. Thank- Thank you, guys, man. Sometimes, you know, what happens in Vegas should stay in Vegas, but with social media, why not just blow it up and try to go viral? What happened That's there? What I yeah, tell you, us, tell you had it. the time of, of everyone's life. You were everywhere yeah. doing everything. That's awesome. Yeah, and you know what's cool, Molly, is, you know, getting, and Dave, I hope you don't mind, but just the text messages from people like you, Dave, who are watching from afar that are saying, man, great work. It made me work harder. So, I always go out to Super Bowl with a purpose to get the best content that I can to be able to send back to the people back at home. But, you know, sometimes you luck out. And like the Patrick Mahomes uh, answering the question about, you know, man of the year at uh, opening night, uh, over 2 million views on on TikTok. I mean, wow. it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's powerful, man. And and to be able to do that, I, I go out there with a purpose. It's not to to party, to go to the parties. It's uh, to get as much content. And now I'm sitting here after I get off with you guys, I have so much to sift through on my phone that I haven't even posted yet. So I got to figure out a way to be able to do that now. As best you can, Jarrett, describe the feeling that you experience every year, but it still is something to behold seeing you on the TV screen pregame of the Super Bowl. And there you were again Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. What was that like sitting, uh, standing alongside Brittany? And just being in that moment with everything that you're experiencing. You know what, Dave? That that moment is like the that's the calm moment. That's like the relaxed Jarrett and Brittany out there on the field because it all leads up through I normally go Sunday before Super Bowl. So it's Sunday and we got a lot of stuff to do. Wednesday night I I did a, a sit down with Eli Manning for like a half hour and interviewed him. Uh, for for nationwide who you know who sponsors the award and so just having that conversation it's like stuff that builds up and then Thursday night is NFL honors 
And normally we always get our talking points, like maybe like three days before this Super Bowl was kind of crazy. We didn't get it till like we're heading to the event that night. And that's the night, that's the moment where you, I know I do, and Brittany as well. Like we just get kind of nervous because like we know everybody's watching, right? You don't want to mess up. Everybody's watching. And when you get out there on the stage, you're looking at, you know, a lot of your heroes, like there's goats sitting in the, in the crowd who are all looking at you and the whole entire, the world's looking at you. So we just always want to represent for our family, for the city of Chicago and Bears fans. And then by that time on Super Bowl Sunday, we, we were just kind of chilling out. And the fact that we knew that, that Cam Hayward was going to speak and Brittany and I, all we have to do is smile, dude, I can do that all day long. That's easy <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah, that, that is wonderful stuff. And then you got to, you got to kind of got to go everywhere and see everything. And uh, obviously the game itself, I'm not sure it was the greatest game, but the finish might've been one oh. of the greatest finishes I've ever oh. seen. I mean, it was, Molly, it was, it was crazy. I mean, I, I kind of went into this thinking that there was talking to a lot of the guys throughout the, like throughout the the week, whether they played in the Super Bowl, got close to a Super Bowl, um, coached the Super Bowl. They always just talked about the emotions of that game of trying to be able to talk, to bottle it in from the beginning of the week that you get there to Super Bowl Sunday and not to be able to like be on E because your emotions are so high throughout the game. And I, I kind of, went with the the chiefs on that because they've been there done that before they understand their schedule and how they go through the week and i just knew that both defenses were were going to be good i didn't know that we were going to see so much sloppy play early like in the game i was like wow and and we always forget too special teams is such a big part whether you're making plays or you're you're, you're dropping punts or kicks whatever it is and and field position is so crucial that i knew if this if the 49ers weren't going to come out and score and if Let's just say McCaffrey doesn't fumble that ball. And they go down and they score. Maybe that sets the tone just a little bit for that game. Ten points is just not enough to beat Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's going to find a way. And every guy that I talk to that's in the league that has played against him, when I asked them about Patrick Mahomes sitting down on Radio Row, they all gave me the same exact answer. They're like, dude, 15 is just different. Like, he is he – is, he's different to play against it's hard like we watch film and it's like any guy that can throw with his left hand and right hand I mean what are you supposed to do with all that and that's what it came down to at the end of the game you want the ball in 15's hands and he once that happened I, I knew I was good also what I knew it was good too is that I took a KC money line and I took that <laughs> under at 47 seven and a half so that that walk-off touchdown yeah it hit so I was excited yeah, that that's tons of fun. I, I'm curious when you um, think about the game and the audience, the television audience. It was the, um, I I think the most watched telecast ever, and yeah. I know that the Swifties got involved and all that. But the NFL is just doing something very right. Yeah, I I really felt like Vegas is the play man. It's the place to have the Super Bowl. I know it's crazy. It was crazy. But it just felt right. I mean, everything is pretty close, depending on what side of the strip you were you were on. We were staying on the side of like Mandalay Bay, so we were close to the stadium. So, you know, any time that we had to get there, whether it was by a van or or we had to walk, it, it was accessible. And so, the, to me, Vegas did it right. And I just know I was hoping that it went off with like no true issues because 
everybody that I talked to yeah. there had a great time. Jared, so this was the Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl. He's at a different level than everybody else, as you said. You talk to the people, yeah. they reinforce that idea, and everybody watching Sunday understands that. You had an interaction with him earlier in the week. I didn't realize that was the first time that you had maybe yeah. met Pat Mahomes. Could you describe that? Because you had to be patient to wait your turn, but it sounds <laughs> like it was worth the wait. Yeah, it was worth the wait, Dave. It was we yeah we've never met every time that he's he's been uh, the man of the year nominee he's been playing in the game so normally throughout the week we go to you know boys and girls club on friday we have a, a luncheon before the game on sunday so we get to meet these guys interact with these guys and i've never got a chance to he was on the zoom call with the league commissioner our family and all the other 32 uh 31 other nominees and he he spoke uh this was like maybe a week before two weeks before the super bowl i think and it was just really really cool so i sat there for 30 minutes just trying to get that question out and when i did it was worth the wait his answer uh, i i don't even know if you could so it's last he, monday night right yeah last monday night yeah. opening night i don't know if you could script it better from the 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 interaction and his response to what it means to him and what he, you know, thinks of our family. It was, it was, it was pretty special, man. So yeah, 2 million views. It went crazy on TikTok, man. So um, kind of went viral and everybody at the league was very excited about it. And all the partners are with us. They, they loved it. And I, hopefully I get a chance to meet him sometime. Well, I, you know, what's interesting is obviously when you, when you look at him winning a Super Bowl, did it ever go through your head? That man, if if only the Bears had taken the right quarterback, he'd be in Chicago. It could be the Bears there, and then uh, Trubisky gets cut the next day. So Sunday, you see the woulda, coulda, shoulda been Bears quarterback, and then the guy they took gets cut by the Steelers. And David wants him to end up in Kansas City, which I think I so. think he's going to. I think it's hysterical. Yeah, yeah I think but he will. but isn't I mean. Am I the only one that made that connection and winced? No, I mean we all. I think we all do, Molly. I think we all kind of think about it, but it's it's so far gone now that we can't. We got to think about the future. We have to start thinking about the future. And to me, it's not only you know it's the big decisions that that Ryan Poles has to make coming up here. Which direction that he goes, I, I don't know if you guys um, know, but I. I'm actually about to post it when I get done with you guys on, on social, but I got 20, well, I sat down with Kevin Warren while we were out there um, for about 20 minutes. He gave me, the interview was 19 minutes long. He answered every single question that I had on my list. I had no Bears PR with me, no one. It was just him and I found a place at the Wynn Hotel and he he answered everything. And I went down the road from, the, from what's going to happen with, the stadium, his timeline on the stadium to his thoughts on Justin Fields, the big decision that Poles has to make coming up here, how involved he wants to be in all that, and then also his feelings on on Matt Eberflus and, and why they decided to, to, to stay the course. Um, it airs today on WGN. I'm super excited about it. Uh, I know there might be other interviews out there, uh, but nothing like this. I mean, Kevin got up and unbelievable guy and said, great job. And we had end up talking about it a little bit after about some of the, the newsier parts of the interview. Uh, I don't know how we're cutting it down to like five or six minutes, but hopefully the, the full thing will be on YouTube at some point of the day. But it's uh, phenomenal. 
phenomenal to be able to to get the questions what, that I wanted get, to ask him. Get what's the headline? What's it, the headline? Yeah, I'm not. No, 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 no. Chicago I, or Arlington I, Heights? I think it's not. It, it's he. That's that. We all know what he's gonna play politics on that. Oh, now you're dancing. Now you're no, really no, no. Dancing, I'm JP. A, I, I think I think his the mo, the newsier part is when he wants to have a decision on where on 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 when he wants to say like this is what we're doing mm -hmm. and when that is like he kind of gave a timeline and so that to me is probably the newsier part and i think his feelings on justin fields do you get a sense then i know you don't want to give away specifics and that's fine i respect <laughs> that but do you get a sense that he is more or less involved with football decisions and evaluations than you expected i believe that he, just through the conversation and it's not just the interview. Um, I, I have conversations with him. So I, I've talked with him. He's, he's an amazing man just to be in his sphere and to be able to be around him the times that I was out in, in Vegas. He, he really is giving a lot of, of like leeway to Ryan Poles to create what he wants to create. And I don't know. You gotta. I can't, Dave. I can't, man. You gotta listen to All the right. interview. I'm just yeah. asking if you wondered if he was more involved, I, 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 is he meddling or not? No, no. I meddling. think he's really given. He's given a lot to to Ryan to make this. He trusts Ryan, and it they they have a, a their relationship is dynamic, and it's it's really really cool. Hence the reason why, you know, their their offices are right by each other, and I think their relationship. If and I and I and I post something earlier in the week that got taken out of context. I told you about being patient, but about, you know, which just with everything, whether it's the quarterbacks with how we're, how Ryan's building this thing. And I know that's easier said than done, but that seems to be kind of the, the vibe from, from Kevin, like he wants to, he wants to build this thing, right? Like he wants to build it the right way. That's something that's going to last for a long time and not a flash in the pan. And it's, it's hard for me not to respect that. Like I, I, that's what I want. I don't want to just win. Like right now, I want to be that. I want to be a dynasty. Like I want to be like where we're talking about this team is competing for Super Bowl championships and in the playoffs consistently, not like, oh, a year. And then we'll wait another five, six years. No, I'm tired of that. I, I don't want to keep doing that. I, I want this to be something consistent. And if that takes me having to take a chill pill every once in a while and say, whoa, sit back and relax and let's watch this thing, then that's what I have to do because the way that it's been going, things have to change. And I, I've always been a proponent of that, that like things have to change to be able to be consistent. Um, I, I think we had a conversation earlier where we talked about next year and, you know, the two teams in the Super Bowl – Usually the losing team is kind of cursed the following season, which is a rude thing to say, but things go awry. Uh, sometimes, like in the Rams situation, the winning team has a problem the next season. I was saying to David, you know, the fact that Kansas City, they had their down year. You know, no mm. one could catch a pass. They dropped all these passes. They couldn't. They lost to the Raiders on Christmas. They looked like they had no shot. We had the whole thing about Mahomes on the road. It's going to be different. And lo and behold, they got the best quarterback in the league and they win the big game and they do it in overtime. And you you come back and you think they might get better next year. Like it's oh, not yeah. it's not a lock. It's almost like they had their down year and they yeah. won. So Molly. how do we feel about them? 
Molly, it's uh, when you get the quarterback position right and you have the right guy there, you have the system that works, you can start filling it in with whoever you want to. And I think that's that's what makes them so, so good. And I think for the dynasty that they that they're creating right now is people want to play with Patrick and they want they want to be around him. They he elevates everybody's game. And if you're around him you're going to get some shine. You're probably probably going to get paid off of it. So everybody like wants to be around it. If you can start adding around him and offensive line, look at his tackles with the issues that they had all season long. I mean, still, he found a way to make it happen. And that's what good teams do. But when you have the quarterback that everybody is searching for, which that's the that's the case here in Chicago. So what everybody's that's that's the conversation that for the people that are pro Caleb Williams, that's what they're hoping can happen. I think the conversations with me that I was having with, you know, the people in the business that play uh, from Shannon Sharp to everybody who I talk to, I would say the consensus is everybody's like, yo, stay with Justin, stay the course and add and build around him. He's special. And it is something to say about all these other teams in the NFL and all these other fan bases wanting Justin Fields, but then I see out of Chicago about there are already a lot of people are trying to ship him out already. It is very interesting to me that like every other organization, uh, I, oh, I got to tell you this because you don't hear this that often and no one else is going to tell you this on, I got to tell you. So uh, John Robinson, I, he was back, back in uh, the, the Walter Payton NFL man of the year, like, uh, like a cocktail room before we went out. And I was talking with him. We just having conversation. And I said, man, are you hearing the same things that we're hearing? Like in Chicago about Justin coming to Atlanta, his eyes dropped. He was like, bro, he goes, he comes to Atlanta, dog. We are going to be a problem. I was like, I, dude, I already know. I said, I looked up, I said, RPOs with you two? He was like, dude, don't mess around. And y'all mess around and lose Justin. Watch him come back home. I was like, oh my goodness. This, this is what people are saying that play, not like me who's sitting out here analyzing all the time. These are dudes that are actually strapping on helmets, mouthpieces, running in the games. Like they all are saying this. So players like I, players. Listen, they don't like college players. They don't like rookies. That's right. I, and I'm not saying that they don't like rookies. I'm just saying the respect level. Like they would tell you when you sit around with these guys, and I was at a table with a lot of Harrison Phillips, unbelievable dude. I'm listening to all these guys and how they talk about players in the league. And it's always this glowing review of Justin all the time. And I'm like, and I get what we see, but I just don't, I, I'm trying to put it together of why everybody, I mean, you guys know my feelings on Justin. Right. I love him. Uh, they just why they're so high on Justin and everybody else here in Chicago. A lot of people are now moving to that side of the fence that you got to move on from him. It's just just think about it. Just saying. Great stuff, Jared. Really appreciate your time. Welcome Fantastic back. Stuff out of the Super Bowl. Love hey, it. you guys are the best. I'll talk to you soon. Keep dancing. That is Jared Payton. What's wrong with his dancing? It's great dancing. He's unbelievable. He's very talented. My goodness. If only. He's. Yeah, I mean, that you should see the video. He's very good. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, he's I very know. good. I, I think players respect players. Justin Fields is That's easy awesome. guy to yeah. have respect for. There's nothing wrong. He has done nothing to deserve losing his job. I, I still think he's more likely to lose his job. 
They lost 10 games, David. I don't know if you're paying attention. I'm very curious to see what Kevin Warren says to Jarrett Payton in the WGN TV interview he right. teased to find out if that's an indication of the way the organization is leaning or feeling. My sense is that he got the impression that they that they are leaning a certain direction. But there's a decision to be made, my man. Is there? Uh, no. No, you I, take Caleb Williams and you yeah, run like I, a thief in the night. It's not even close. I, I think there are players and then there are evaluators and there are coaches and there are executives and everyone's got a role to play. 312-644-6767. It's Mully and Hall on the score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Before we let you go, is 13 now your favorite number as well? <laughs> uh, it's not, not, not my favorite number, but uh, it worked for us this weekend, and uh, I hope you have a special place in my heart for sure. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. That uh, is Taylor Swift's favorite number, so someone had to ask Pat Mahomes where he is on it. And, uh, yeah, Maybe uh, her next song will be something related to 54. The number of seconds that Taylor Swift was shown during Super Bowl Swift the Eight. I flew 18 hours and just got 54, and everyone's mad at me. 54 seconds in a over four-hour broadcast. The most watched Super Bowl ever. The longest Super Bowl ever. She got 54 seconds, and people are losing their they're, – they're losing it. Uh, she and, uh, and Travis Kelsey were dancing uh, at the post-game party, and her – song love story came on and they sang to each other and they started making out <laughs> singing to each other making and then, out singing to each other that's beautiful that kind of night alcohol she, was flowing she kissed that sweaty oversized guy on the field after the game yeah she, i know i think she must like him she must really really like him. i think that they get along i don't know if i would have gone so far as what nate burleson said when he's watching them he said look they're in love or that's what love is you don't really know but yeah, I, they sweet, seem to be a sweet story. They seem to be a couple. No downside, and they right? They seem to really like each other. Yeah. And again, I worry that um, that she's with kind of a lunkhead. And you know, I, I worry now that things will get a little more complicated the more time he has to spend with her. What? What? So she's back. She goes back to Tokyo. I don't know. Is no, that what her I schedule think is? It's a uh, no. We went over this. It, yes, she's going to Thailand, I believe. Thailand. She's going to Thailand. Yeah. Will he? Go then she to goes Thailand? to France. Well, France. Who? I mean, let's go there and stay for the City Olympics. Of love, of course. Yeah, France is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a great country, great, especially this time. Thailand. Of I don't know. I've never been to Thailand. Never been. Never been. I don't is know. If he's go, gonna... Is he going to Thailand? Does he? Is he? Okay. Here's the question: Is he now uh, expected to attend every one of her concerts? I don't think so. That's unrealistic. 
she puts on a great show, but that she might does. get old. I, that's not even the thing. I don't know that okay. he has to sit through three and a half hour concerts night after night after night. I'm sorry. Her next show is actually this Friday mm-hmm. in Budapest. Budapest. So no Thailand. Well, that's Singapore, then Thailand. Do you think maybe he went to Thailand and he didn't realize he was supposed to go to Budapest? Is that what you're saying? Well, the question <laughs> really is, him any will credit. Taylor Swift no. be on a float or a bus or whatever they use in Kansas City for the parade no, on Wednesday? No, she's not doing the parade. Why would she do that? Why would she do the parade? I, I bet it because it, it's something that I love it's this. a once-in-a-lifetime thing to do, potentially. I think she could skip the parade. This is a sports show. Nobody cares. Yeah, they do. Oh, they that, do. That, that's the guy we're talking to. Yeah. You, you got to get used to these things. Look it's, at the ratings. It's not man. a threat to your manhood or anything, mm. your masculinity. Taylor Swift is part of the NFL culture now. Deal with it. I mean, it's a good thing. Look how many people it brought to the uh, Super Bowl. New audience. How many people were on social media? How many dads are saying their daughters were interested in the Super Bowl for the first time? Yes. It was a daddy daughter dance. So, the Super Bowl. It's a good thing. How many dads took their young daughters to Vegas? What? No. Wait, check that one. It's in New Orleans next year. Yeah, it is. And let me tell you something. I would I would say, mm-hmm. having been to Super Bowls in New Orleans, having seen the Bears win a Super Bowl in New Orleans, that's one of the destination Super Bowls. The yes, Super Bowl should go to places where the game itself – is fitting into the culture of the play. You should go on vacation and have the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was a good should spot. never go to Jacksonville. I love the Super Bowl in Detroit, but let's tap the brakes. Let's go to definitely South Florida. New Orleans was the Harbaugh Super Bowl, I believe. Los Angeles. The last Orleans time it was, was in New Orleans. Harbaugh. Yeah, I the remember two, being there. The two brothers. Yeah, the two brothers. <laughs> Who else yeah. would it be? I, I didn't know what you were saying. I, I thought maybe Harbaugh you Super were. Bowl. I thought maybe you were saying John. I didn't know it was John meant. versus Jim. Yeah, I was. I was oh, not there. I was in right. Vegas. I just didn't know where you were going. Yeah, I was. I was down there for that one. I think it was the Super Bowl twenty was uh, the Bears. That was a big one against too. Against the Patriots, and it was in in Nolene. Still being celebrated. Sure. Yeah. We need to figure out how to get there for this one because after after New Orleans, it's California back to back. California back-to-back. Where in California? Eventually goes back to Vegas. L.A. and uh, San Francisco. I'm not sure the order off the top of my head, but it's Levi Stadium and then the Chargers-Rams building. Buddy Paul Sullivan has a story, a column, in the Mm. wake of the news in the Chicago Tribune today about Chicago being a potential Super Bowl site. Yeah, there's just that that little little bit about uh, maybe building a stadium. It's not that little, and it's not that far-fetched either. Well, Start construction. Well, okay. Thank you. But Just so you what know. What do we hear? What do we hear? Okay. We need to put the shovels the in the ground. Up? Three years, right? Three years before it's ready for a Super Bowl. How many, Dustin, do a quick Google and tell me how many Super Bowls have already been given out. I'm telling you, you're going to have to wait five years no matter what. I know. So let's let's tap the brakes on the you great got, Super Bowl. you got to start somewhere. There will be a Chicago Super Bowl if indeed they build the building, if indeed – they manage to, I don't know. Won't that be cool? Or will it? Arlington Heights. You think people will bristle at that or welcome um, it? Will I, it be I like NASCAR? We love a party. It's Chicago. A big event attracts everyone. I mean, are there some people that will bristle? Sure, Bernstein's got already like a whole ton of negative energy, and he's going to talk about the backup quarterbacks that could play in that game. 
He's going to project that, whatever, seven years out. Here it comes. Well, they, it's just that they only have the next three. Oh, yeah. that's it? Okay. Up until, so, yeah. uh February 9th, a big day here on the morning show, uh, Caesar Superdome in New Orleans. Jerry Angelo's birthday. Super Bowl 60, February 8th, 2026, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. Good spot. And then, how about this? How about this? Super Bowl 61, February, care to guess the date? 14th. 14th. You know oh, what yeah. that means? That means they're Valentine's gonna, Day on the Super Bowl. No, it means they're going to celebrate. Monday will be President's Day, and they will have the Super Bowl with a national holiday at the end of the that's week. That's fine. That's great. Well, that's what you should do. You well, no, you should move it to Saturday, you can't, and we need no. to have this Why discussion. Why would you do that? It doesn't matter. Let's, I'm glad you said that. We need that's to have the, this no. discussion. Now, now is it's not the time. It's a national holiday. All right. the, the national holiday thing is funny. No, it's not funny. But I'm saying that. Since that when did President's thing? Day get moved to the 15th? It's next week. It's next it, Monday. Yeah, but it will be. A, it's this Monday coming up. Right? Yeah, it's a week from yesterday. That's it's pretty the 19th. good. If they played the Super Bowl on the Sunday and then took advantage naturally of the Monday holiday. It'd be nice. Although a lot of people, it wasn't very good. There wasn't much traffic yesterday, so it wasn't like it's congested. I want to get to Dustin's point about the Saturday Super Bowl because for years I have been open to that idea. What we heard today, what we learned today, makes it a totally moot point. What's that? The largest audience ever watched Super Bowl Fifty Eight, and I get—I'll bet—I'd bet you it would be bigger on a Saturday. I don't. And, and doesn't it matter how long you carry the audience? Like time spent watching. They said the because, average crowd was like a hundred and twenty-three point right. But I'm telling—I'm telling you, after halftime, again, you guys, your kids are older. My kids still have to go to school the next day, okay, and not at. 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock when they're smart and they schedule their classes later. I mean, it was, it was, we left, we left immediately when the game ended. It was 10.06. It was 10.06. What would be wrong with moving it permanently to February, middle of February and taking advantage of President's Day? Let's add another game to the regular season then. I'm being honest. I know. Because with a two-week break, there's no reason you can't be on Saturday. They're already playing playoff games at night on Saturday nights. Well, you could play more games overseas. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Do you have that trademark or something? Do you have an investment in this day? We have to preserve some traditions in this country. It's Super Bowl Sunday, not Super Bowl. Okay, Saturday then how about night? day? How about Super Bowl Sunday? Day being the key word. I'm good not, with that. Not Sunday night football. I'm good with that. Okay, it, Super Bowl Sunday it night football. Kicked off at five forty. I mean, how about it wasn't how about that how about three thirty instead? Yeah, you need a little bit more schools money for the pregame show. Schools in um, Boston and New York all closed today in celebration of a snowstorm. You just look. Meteorologist, get a meteorologist okay. in the NFL office. <laughs> Let me finish. And then you plan the Super Bowl around the big storm. They did a double senior ditch day at my daughter's high school. Yeah. Based on, so they ditched out yesterday, so that they could go out for the Super Bowl and hang out with their friends later at night. That, so the good. seniors, the seniors didn't show up yesterday. I call that a teaching moment. I wish I had thought about that back in the day. It's a teaching moment. Either you can allow your kid to have the fun or you can be against it and you have that conversation. How is that a double ditch day? If they don't show they, up. They're planning two. I got to get plan back to this. They're uh, planning uh, uh, one closer to graduation gotta, and they uh, planned one yesterday. I got to get back to this with the English major. So it's not a celebration the snow day. I was, of a snow day. You apparently have never had a snow day. 
oh, well, you celebrate, but they're not honoring a snow day by commemorating it. I was having it's fun. I was having fun okay. with the idea of a snow day. Well, you went from being over the top about the you presence went, you, day. You totally Dude. went grouchy old man on me. Why don't we talk about the backup quarterbacks, Bernstein? <laughs> okay. I'm Just taking the fun, fun out with of that. that. All right. Yeah. You know what else was fun? Our conversation with Jarrett Payton and Dave Wanstead. And you missed those from earlier in the show. You can use the rewind feature to go back and listen. Download the Odyssey app. Search 670 score and tap earlier today and get started. And right now, you can be the sixth caller. This is also fun. To the scores contest line. 312-540-0670. And you can win tickets to see Santana with Counting Crows. Wow. Saturday, June Seriously, 29th. That's great. Carlos Santana, man. Woo-hoo. He makes that guitar sing. June 29th. It's my son's birthday. Credit Union 1 Amphitheater, Tinley Park. Tickets at LiveNation.com. Tickets on sale Friday, February 16th at 10 a.m. Uh, and we should tell you, here's more fun. The Parkins and Spiegel Show, they're hosting a QB1 Town Hall Next Wednesday, February 21st from 2 to 6 Town hall? at the Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage. They're expecting a lot of people to come in and celebrate Justin Fields and his accomplishments. <laughs> is that what it is? I think no, so. I think was you it missed he the memo. QB1? Did we, I, th- I think you missed the memo. No. Are you sure? That was so last year. Listen to Parkinson Spiegel between 2 and 6 this afternoon for your chance to win your way to the QB1 Town Hall special as you can have your voice heard in the Bears' QB1 debate Town Hall. as the NFL offseason begins. They'll also be joined by football experts to weigh in on the debate that everyone's talking about. That's QB1 Town Hall with Parkins and Spiegel next Wednesday from 2 to 6. Why don't we have a Town Hall? Danny is a, a locked-in Justin Fields guy, right? No, he's not. What happened? You missed. You were off yesterday. He had been, though, hadn't he? Didn't he hold a QB1 party? Um, he before? did. They did have uh, a QB1 party here. Was it a 20, party or a town hall? 2022. Oh. The town hall is to celebrate his shift. Ooh. We'll call it shift. Uh, in philosophy, strategy, however you want to look at it. Because I think that he donned a Caleb Williams jersey yesterday on the air. Oh, I, is there a Caleb Williams jersey? Or I don't know. One made? He may have had one made. Wow. That's Good how much he believes okay. now in just. See, I even said it. Freudian slip. Caleb Williams. Danny, clearly not a current player in the NFL. (laughs) Because those players favor Justin Fields. Because they don't like college It's a fair debate. I'm looking forward to that town hall. Sounds a little highbrow. It does. Sounds like there's going to be a good debate. I hope it doesn't turn into politics in America (laughs) with a bunch of people screaming at each other. Can't we all just get along, Can't we just all agree on something? Yeah, I think we can agree on Caleb Williams. Jaden Daniels. I I don't think we're all going to agree on Caleb Williams. Anybody? You and I will agree on Caleb Williams. I don't think outside of this studio we're going to get a a consensus necessarily. Are you buying a jersey? I'm not buying a jersey. Okay. I made the mistake of talking about painting my nails, but I think that buying a jersey is not something I typically would do. It's too far. All right, sounds good. We're going to talk to uh, Dan and Lawrence next. It's Mully and Haw on the score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 